0: Hello artists, I'm Beth Pickens. Welcome to Mind Your Practice. Get to business. Get to business. Don't distract us. Don't distract us. Tell us, answer. That's answer. Mind your practice. I have an exciting announcement. My next book, Make Your Art No Matter What, comes out April 6th on Chronicle Books. Like everything I write, this book is meant to support artists in living and making their work. It's hard for any writer to describe their own book, so I'm just going to quote my publisher because they kind of said it best. This book is both a love letter to art and artists, and a hands-on guide to approaching the thorniest problems those artists might face. Arts consultant Beth Pickens, that's me, offers a warm reminder that you are not alone, that what you do matters. And that someone out there wants you to succeed. That's right, artists. I want you to succeed. Me, I do. So I wrote this book to tackle a dozen major obstacles that my clients encounter, which include time, work, asking, money, fear, grief, other people, education, thinking and feeling, isolation, marketing. Death and God. And to celebrate my new book, I want to offer three brief but useful lessons that I learned on the path to its making. Number one, you have to ask for what you want and need. You'll read all about this topic in the chapter on asking, but here's an example you won't find there. After my first book came out, I knew that I wanted to write a second one and I wanted to get paid to do it. How the fuck does that happen? I wondered. I didn't have an agent and wasn't sure really how to get one. One day, back in 2018, I saw my friend, writer and artist Marley Grace, thanking her book agent on Instagram. So I DM'd Marley and said, what do you think of your agent? I really want to write another book, but I think I need an agent's help with this. She immediately wrote back, sharing her experience with her agent and said this literary agency was great and I should write to them. Then I read through the submission process on the agency's website and followed their criteria to submit myself and my book idea to them. Both of these asks, first to Marley and then to the agency, made me nervous and brought up all sorts of fears of being presumptuous. But I did it anyway, and it worked. Oh, and that agency is called Present Perfect, and I couldn't have actually conceived of or sold this book without them. We've got to ask for what we want and need. Sometimes that's as simple as information and confirmation. Number two, make space for the thing. Writing and editing this book took up most of 2019. I also have a full-time arts consulting practice, which included writing about 250 grants a year. I knew I needed to make some space in my week to prioritize writing and thinking and editing and having all the feelings one does as they're working on a book. My advance allowed me to reduce my work hours and still make a living, but then I had to actually do that, reduce work and other elements that would take time away from my book. And this, I have to admit, was really hard for me. It was difficult to disappoint clients when I told them I would no longer work as a grant writer. Some had relied on me for many years. Saying no to people visiting me during the hardcore writing months was painful. Some of my closest friends wanted to visit, and I had to keep my time open and available for the manuscript. But, I reminded myself and others throughout that year, saying no all over the place wasn't forever. It was just temporary so I could say yes to the book. Number three, honeymoons end. You know this already, don't you? That excitement you feel about a new project? How in love you can be with a set of ideas, a new way of working, a path taking you somewhere gorgeous, imagining what it will be and where it will take you once the work is done and in the world. For me, that lasted about three weeks after I'd signed the book contract and was into my manuscript. Then I was like, fuck. How am I going to write an entire book when I'm already bored of my voice and I'm anxiously staring at my computer, iPhone in hand, ready to click on any distraction as soon as I get uncomfortable? Books, like many other long-haul projects, are not sustained by honeymoon vibes. Your butterfly love feelings for a new work will almost certainly wear off, and then you must find a new way to commit to the project one that's not fundamentally driven by fantasy and excitement and delusions of perfect grandeur. Those moments may happen again, for sure, but I found that I had to accept that I often wouldn't know what I was doing or why I was doing it. I just had to keep going. The next honeymoon can happen once this long-term relationship concludes and the book is in the reader's hands. Thanks for listening to Mind Your Practice and be sure to subscribe so you get all these bonus episodes coming your way. If you are an artist who likes to be told what to do, I am more than happy to boss you around through email and social media. You can find me on Instagram at at Beth Consulting and join my mailing list on my website, bethpickens.com and you should definitely join my homework club where you'll get workshops homework and extra credit all for 15 dollars a month you can join through mindyourpractice.com oh and be sure to pick up that brand new book make your art no matter what at your favorite bookstore mind your practice is created by beth pickens and carolyn pennypacker riggs Your practice. honeymoon ends there was something there was a joke a private joke i was going to make to you about that but now i've forgotten it so i'll just end this recording okay hopefully that's not boring as fuck